How's everybody doing today? Good morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm excited. We should have a good show today. We got a couple of guests today. Yes, we do. Uh, got some uh, NSRL finishing up this week. That was the, uh, I don't know if you caught a lot of that because that was during the day. Yeah, I tried um, to catch whenever I could. Some of the cleanest, finest racing in those cup cars upon iRacing. It's got to be. It was cleaner than what, when NASCAR went out there and did their deal. I mean, we're talking... Did they do road courses too, though, or just the ovals? Oh, they did Watkins. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. They brought on Watkins Glen. They did short track. I mean, they, they they these guys kept it clean. So we're going to talk to the, the league owner there today, Kyle Westwood, and then uh, Mike Jamison. King Java is what I like to call him. Somebody came in and was like, Mike, you know a lot about Java, don't you? Was he the champ? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he goes, you know a lot about Java, don't you? Like the, the program on the computer. He's like, no, what makes you think I know a lot about Java? So uh, I nicknamed him King Java ever since then. Fair enough, fair enough. So, man, but like I said, these guys really just really fast throughout the entire season. So it was uh, uh, a really blast to uh, to both watch and broadcast that league there. So, <coughs> excuse me. Good morning, Timmy, Roy, Jarrett. Timmy's on there. Yep. That was a uh, a good run out there yesterday. We'll get to that the yes. double the yes. the true double header yesterday. Um, but why why don't we uh, hop right into some F one news? Hey, before we do that, can I give a shout out real quick to our buddies <laughs> in uh, Old Rebel Mines? Absolutely. They played uh, yeah. the Vogue Thursday night. It, it looked a little empty, but things are again things are getting back to normal here. Things yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. It's not because of them that it was no, empty. It's because was, of everything going on. There was probably. And I, I could be on the low side. I'm gonna say probably 150 people there. Maybe. A lot of room to headbang. Oh yeah, you could oh, you yeah. could get that hair going. I know Mr. Brewer. He likes to get that oh, hair yeah. Oh, going. Yeah. It was fun though. I wake up. I've done that before. I woke up the next morning. I was like, Oh my god, I can't move my neck. I can't move my neck. <laughs> that's that's a great workout for racing. Go to the, uh, a concert and do some headbanging there. You talk about the the G forces on your neck, <laughs> man. Imagine the guys that do it. Day in, day out. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> I don't see I'm how good. You, I'm good. If we're walking around with no neck, Nick. No, no neck, neck, Nick. Nick. <laughs> he's walking around there, no neck, Nick. Wow. He's head banging all day. His neck's so wow. strong. He's like a bulldog. <laughs> I couldn't <Wow>. do it. <laughs> oh man, I've been up for a while. Good morning, here. Caleb. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, Timmy, it's a good feeling that we do have IndyCar races to discuss. Absolutely. All right, so um, F1. Well, just finished up here. I mean, just just finished up. A little bit ago. And uh, so they actually, they crossed the line, Botas, Hamilton, Leclerc. Right. The podium is Botas, Leclerc, Lando Norris. And go ahead. Well, even before that, the start, <laughs> the start of the race... Hamilton gets a, a two two spot penalty. Was it two? I think it was three. Was it three? Yeah, because he was starting three. in second there, and he yes, he backs it up to fifth. Yeah, so he got a three spot penalty for um, was it passing under yellow? <laughs> yeah, because Botas is in the in the grass and qual. He already has the pole right, and he goes off on the track, and he's in the grass there, and Hamilton goes by him, and it's like, oh man, come on, you guys just smacked yourself in the face right there. Because Hamilton had a great car today. I mean, he brought it from fifth up to to second. Oh, and you knew he, you knew he was going to. And something else too that I I don't know because obviously you got here, you were traveling through some of it, but 
They never talked about the DOS. They did. It was legal. It's legal. Yes, because Red Bull protested it before the race. And, you know, F1, the powers that be, come back and said, nope, it's legal. Exactly. So, you know, and and I'm sure that was just an attempt at Red Bull to, to get in Mercedes' mind a little bit. Right. You know, because like we've talked and discussed before, F1's kind of like chess. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of mind games played. So my question is, though, like, were those guys using that today? Is that something that was being engaged? Because you you have that uh, that camera, but I didn't see any any liftoff attempts here today. Yeah, they never really focused on that today. Nope. Not and from what I saw before I left the house. You think that they would be like on, like, I would have had a DOS cam. Yes, in yes. <laughs> I, I would have had a cam that every time they pulled on it, triggered that camera went right to it. Exactly. See, using it. That person is on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. but So, uh, kind of interesting to see that we don't know if that's actually in their cars right now. I, I, I mean... From what I, I, I could have missed something, but uh, I, I didn't hear it mentioned one time. So. And and maybe it's not. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe that's just another Mercedes playing mind games with the rest exactly. of the Exactly, that was another chess move yeah. right there. Yeah. Is it right? So, uh, um, but, you know, and let, let's go and talk a little and uh, discuss a little bit about qualifying as well. Um, and we've discussed this before, talking about uh, Racing Point is basically uh, the Mercedes B team now. They and, and, and man, they, they showed, showed it in qualifying. <laughs> yes, they, they showed did. it in qualifying, and then uh, you know, in the race, Stroll goes out and has some some issues and had to pull out. But uh, who uh, I'm trying to think of his teammate now, Perez. Perez, Perez. yeah, strong run. Absolutely. Even though Leclerc got by him at the end, uh, Leclerc got by him at the end, and uh, uh, I think both of the McLarens yes. ended up getting around in there at the end, but. Uh, mm. Those guys were on newer tires, and and today played a kind of a strategy game with tires, as you saw, uh, and being able to finish the race. That was a big part of today, too, is uh, that heat out there was a uh, a big factor and a lot of mechanical failures out there today. Yes, yes. A lot, a lot. of mechanical failures. We see <clears throat> Verstappen fall early. He's a favorite to win the race. He falls. You see— Well, he's won the past two Austrian Grand Prix. Exactly. Uh, you see— his teammate Alexander Albon fighting mm-hmm. extremely tough throughout the entire race there, and later on in the the day he has a mechanical failure. So yep. both Red Bulls have a mechanical failure. Ricardo, uh, Ricardo. starts his day or starts his year uh, on a downslope again with Renault, and uh, he he has that mechanical failure. And he was running pretty good. I mean, he had a good qualifying attempt. Uh, yeah, I mean, as good as he can for that that Renault. He there. made it through to Q three. Right. So uh, showing a little more comfort in that that seat there, um, and then we see uh, uh, Sainz. Oh no, Stroll, Stroll, Stroll. There you Stroll. go. Yeah, exactly. Yep, Stroll pulls it right into the uh, the pits there, and then Magnuson. It wasn't a. I wouldn't. It, it wasn't a drivetrain failure. But if you notice when he went off the track there, and the commentators were saying, you know, if you watch when he spun. It looked like uh, the back brakes were working only, so he had no front brake. Yeah. So, you know, he had he had a brake failure, and, and that could be due to heat. I mean, you know, using those brakes and the heat and the temperature of the fluid, you know, you, you get the fluid hot, it will boil. But even though, you know, the, the brake fluid they're running boils at a very high temperature, but still, if, you're, if the car's not handling good and you're on the brakes a lot and, the, you know, the heat outside... You know, he might have boiled those brakes, or he might have cooked the front brakes. You don't know. Or it may just have been a, a, a failure, period. But, uh, yeah, a lot of attrition today. 
absolutely. And, and that was something, too, that we saw is when um, Hamilton got within striking distance of Botas. They actually told him to hold off for a moment because his car was getting hot. hot. And they didn't want him to get behind that uh, hot air that Botas was pushing off there onto it and just get it even hotter there. So uh, it was, uh, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of strategy playing into it. But we, we go back to that podium, and <laughs> Hamilton... Ends up getting into it with Albon again. I think we're seeing like a uh, rivalry, a start of one here as we end the season last year. Albon's gonna if it happens again, Albon's gonna go over there and throw some punches because this I, is I don't this. know if he'd throw a punch. <laughs> no, but I, I mean he's gonna definitely. We're gonna have some words. Oh yeah, because this is the second time in three races that it's been maybe two. It might be the second and two. It's been a while since we uh, last saw F one there last year. Uh, and I can't. I think it was actually the last race of last year that Albon got that. Uh, it was, yeah, it was the, because Sainz got his uh, podium off of you're that. You're right. You're right. You're so right. we see Hamilton get another five second penalty today and fall off of the podium there, giving McLaren yet another podium. And like I said, Lando Norris there. So Lando, he's tough. What a start to the year. And guess who's second in? Um, Manufacturers, McLaren, exactly. Not Red Bull didn't score a single point today after their uh, two mechanical failures. Uh, Mercedes obviously going to top the chart there. Uh, Ferrari lucks out and gets a podium because I they their performance. Let's fact, talk about that because let, let their me, car. Let me bring this up. Let me bring this up real quick because I've seen this and I had to snap it to make sure I could uh, remember it. And... The car not strong. Leclerc, however, puts it on the podium. Very strong performance today by Charles Leclerc. Okay, here we go. So the Austrian GP 2019 versus 2020. Yeah, exactly. I know what you're going. Going, going by teams. You know these teams were quicker than 2019. Racing point almost a full second quicker than they were last year. Williams close to a full second quicker. Renault a half second. McLaren a half second. Alpha Tori. Um, Mercedes, which and, and Mercedes, you know, they were they had a pretty substantial jump over last year, and you're already thinking, you know, how do they go faster? They were already fast last year. They found some of that straightaway speed. Yep. Now, teams that were slower than 2019, Red Bull, but they were only off by a tick. Uh, Haas was way off. Ferrari was all, off by almost a full second over last year. And Alfa Romeo was over a full second plus slower than they were last year. And you look at Alfa Romeo and Ferrari, and if I'm correct, they're they're running the same power unit there. Yep. So Ferrari, it's, I go back to that, and I sent it out yesterday, and I was uh, to a few people. It was uh, Nicky Lauda back in the the movie Rush, mm -hmm. where he drives the Ferrari for the first time, and he's like. What do you think? And he's like, this thing's a shitbox. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean you can't say that? Why not? Because this is a Ferrari. And he's like, okay, well, it understeers and it's terrible. <laughs> and that's exactly what Leclerc and Vettel are thinking right now. And, and I don't know if it's so much the chassis is it they're down on power. It's power. I think it is. I mean, they're down on power. They're they have their power plant. You know, for years <laughs> you, you've been used to Ferrari being able to run up front and have. You know, tremendous straightaway speed. That's what Ferraris were, uh, you know, known for a lot. And and they always cornered good. Now they're not cornering good. They don't have the straightaway speed, you know, they had in the past. Ferrari needs to do some homework, and they really need to step their game up. And 
But I don't I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to finish this year out. They're waiting on the new rules to come in for 2021. And I really think Ferrari's got something in the back burner cooking for 2021. They didn't mention poor Vettel one time. And he is such a – and that is such a Formula One move right there. It's – you you are yesterday's hero. You are today's zero. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. But, uh, man, (laughs) this poor guy didn't get a single mention. Raikkonen, man, he – Here's what I I think is funny about F1. Poor guy wrecks like he he hits the brake, the back tire blows off, or no, his was the front tire. It comes off of it as he's cornering, um, and he he comes to a stop, and he has to walk all the way back to the garage. <laughs> they show him on camera for the next three or four minutes hiking back to the it's like somebody get this guy a golf cart and let's go scooter or something exactly. but you know the thing about it is that's just more time for kimmy to boil up by the time he gets back to the garage i'm sure somebody got an earful but uh yeah hayden lando we just talked about that lando's a stud timmy's giving us some notes there on the indycar race perfect so uh um i'm trying to think is there anything else for f1 they go back next week to the same place yep so these guys at least are are used to it i think uh albon has a lot to to come out and show a lot to come out and prove and i think charles leclerc knows if he can qualify a little better he can win the race possibly man he can drive i'm not saying he can i'm not not taking nothing away from his driving skills it's just a car no i'm i'm with you but that just shows you i mean that with that car he got a second place today. Third, we'll we'll say a third, but he, I mean he, he. And then again, you know, some of these guys. I I hate to say it like this because they are professionals, but you know, in Leclerc's case, maybe it just took him a while in the race to get you know comfortable in the seat again because you figure they haven't raced, they haven't tested, they haven't nothing. Oh well. Leclerc took the car down the street in um, Italy for Ferrari's <laughs> right, factory. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Nearly what you need. But, uh, you know, so, you know, maybe it just took him a little while to adapt and get comfortable. And But I, I still definitely think the Ferrari's down on power. And, and, and it doesn't handle good either. So, you know, they need to do something to give these guys a, a legitimate shot. But... Yeah, that's pretty much I all I got that for Hayden's out there watching F1. I know, right? <laughs> that is awesome. I, I didn't think you watched anything really, but uh, a little dirt. Maybe a little cup here and there. But right. Definitely didn't think Hayden would tune on some F1. Right on. Mr. Cardwell there. Good luck uh, Dude, tomorrow. F1's good stuff. In your, uh, oh, absolutely. In your, your pro series there. So we, uh, it's just, let's see if our guests are. Not just yet, so we'll uh, we'll jump into IndyCar. Yeah, we'll move on into because both of these guys. These I I know Mike. He is a big fan of all. He likes all three of them. But uh, Kyle, he is huge on NASCAR, so he can definitely chat some uh, NASCAR with us. But yeah, we'll we'll hop into IndyCar and that action uh, yesterday, the Indy Grand Prix, which wasn't the most uh, exciting thing until that uh, yellow flag popped out. And, and that yellow flag kind of screwed Graham Gray, Graham Ray Hall. It did. That's what I was gonna say. It did. We see, um, we see. Um, he was out there. He was pushing, and he had. What? Oh, he had a rocket. That's what, what was the lead he had at that point. It was like three or four uh, second lead, wasn't it? I was wanting to say five. Okay. I mean, he was out there. 
and that uh, yellow flag came out and bunched him back up. And who was that there that uh, that brought that one out? Um, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank here. Who brought that yellow out? Uh, I don't remember. I know uh, we'll talk about some hard chart. Um, Renus VK. Was it um? Was it Pigot? Thank you. It was. You're you're correct there. Um. So uh, VK though having a, a a great day from a very rough day in Texas. He goes oh, out yeah, he in Texas in that oval, and and his first day out there, uh, first race he's he's pumped and just wrecks it. What twice I think in practice? No, he wrecked it once in practice. Comes out in the race, he wrecks it in Texas. So uh, ask you, it was ask you. Um, yes. So um, yes, 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 yes. Um, he hit the wall pretty hard. So um, VK comes out, and obviously your momentum's a little uh, shaken. You're 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 a little stuck. You're yeah, you're a little rattled. Right, and and you come here. And, and you know, I think you're you're a little stronger, obviously, in the the road courses. You've ran this one last year, uh, a few years actually, being in Indy Lights. So you're you're comfortable here. You come out, you have a great performance. It's exactly what uh, um, Ed Carpenter needed after that run in Texas with well, VK. Well, VK and Connor Daly both for Ed Carpenter Racing. Exactly, I mean, they, yeah. they they both really shined yesterday, and and both had solid runs, and. Going back to that caution, I was thinking uh, Piggott because uh, late in the race when they were trying to get Graham back up there and Piggott was talking about, he, oh, I think it's going to blow. And they're like, stay out there. Right. <laughs> so they were wanting you know him to bring out the caution so a bunch to feel. That's what I was thinking about. So, uh, which Piggott was one of the few that didn't end up on the final lap. Uh, Rossi was one of those guys that didn't end up on the final. And um, uh, darn it. I can't think off the top of my head, but uh, uh, of course, Askew was right. But uh, Askew was one of those guys too that I really thought was going to have a solid run. He he was having a solid run up until that point, and if you watched uh, the replay of that, he was coming through that, and and that's a pretty fast turn section they're coming through right there because they come off of what would be the short shoot for one and two, turn in, come back to a left hander. And the way it is, and, and it's a sweeping turn, so the car kind of gets unsettled as you're trying to get back in the power and you're coming back out on the oval, which would be the entrance to turn one IndyCar and NASCAR for right. 500. But, um, and he tried to catch it, and then it just went back the other way and it was gone. So, But, I mean, even off the restart, though, he had a rough – I think that really kind of freaked him out because – in Indy Lights, I mean, he was a great driver. Don't get me wrong, but you have nine cars. You went into turn one right there with, what, 20, 27, 28 cars, and he fell back three spots quick. Uh, he was able to maintain it for a little bit there for a while, but he I don't think he was as comfortable. He had a better run in Texas and was a lot more comfortable there on the oval um, than I expected him and then had a worse run there than I expected but, yesterday. But in his defense going to that first turn like that, you know, on a road course, and especially that's a tight first turn oh, right there. Oh, absolutely. It, it was it was chaotic in IndyCar and even in the Xfinity race. But uh, we'll discuss that later. Um, 
you know, did he did he see something getting ready to happen in front of him and just kind of let out to, okay, if these guys are going to crash, I don't want to be involved in it. <laughs> right. Or was it he was scared to stick his nose in there? I don't know. I wasn't sitting in the car. I didn't see it. So, I mean, very possibly one of the day. I mean, you've got drivers that are professionals that are, they're going to get a little cautious sticking their nose in that first turn. Of you turn have one. to be. I mean, you, you don't want to ruin your race <laughs> for, a, for a dumb accident. On the very first turn of the first lap. Right, absolutely. Because you see it happen several times in F1. Oh, oh yeah. I was looking forward today, honestly. But yeah, and uh, yeah, I 100% agree there. We'll pull in these guys now as we got our guest on the line now. And I think, hello, guys. How are you doing? The first voice you heard was Kyle. The good morning was King Java there, Mr. Yeah, Jameson. I've, I've spoke to Kyle on Discord before. <laughs> okay, where, okay. Hey, so yeah. you're you're familiar with Kyle's voice at least there. So uh hey, congrats off real quick there, uh, Mike, on the championship victory over there in the NSRL and congrats to you, Kyle, for running such a darn good league there. Let me get you guys turned up here. Sorry. Turned up. <laughs> there we go. We're good now. Um, so uh, we we talk about uh, we're, we're talking. We'll get, obviously, to the NSRL. But, uh, Mike, I know uh, Kyle, I think, was napping during the IndyCar race. So I'm going to have to get wow. Kyle conditioned here. Mike, did I you, took some notes. <laughs> did you catch that uh, uh, IndyCar race yesterday? I didn't. I just finished watching the Formula One race, though. You, okay, so you at least caught the F1 race this morning there. So that was a, a solid one. I'd have to say um, the uh, F1 race was better than the IndyCar race this weekend, and it's not usually that way for me. Well, it's a nice mix-up. It was it was definitely nice to see not you know the uh, one two three four Mercedes Ferrari <laughs> for once. Red Bull, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You see some other guys up there, so I don't know if that's a tell for how the rest of the season's gonna go or just a lot of mechanical problems i noticed today so i don't know it'll be an interesting season we'll hop back into that uh indy car real quick over at the road course because kyle you said you had some notes let's talk about a guy that you guys are probably very familiar with is these guys aren't just i racers let me or start off with that is these guys are, are, are race fans is kyle is one of the biggest nascar junkies that i think i've ever <laughs> talked to on uh on here and obviously you you hear mike he's very technical he knows what he's talking about when it comes to racing he just watched that f1 race so these guys they know what they're talking about so we'll, we'll talk racing all day with these guys here as long as they want to stay on here but uh let's uh let's talk one name here in the indycar series that i'm sure you guys are very familiar with the winner there yesterday scott dixon Iceman, the goat oh, yeah. i'm starting to think and i, I i'm wondering right now like obviously, guys, he wants to win a title. But as a racer, you guys, what do you think? What's your opinion on this? Because he is closing in on so many of these records in IndyCar. Yep. So you're you're looking to top the names of Mario Andretti, Alancer Jr., Alancer Senior, Rick some, Mears, Rick Mears, some big names in IndyCar. What's bigger on your mind at this point? Is it the the records now, or is it going for that that title, going for that champion? Oh, well, first, I want to ask, I don't know too much. I know 
the name Dixon, I know he's been around for a while. He's been in IndyCar. He's done some of the IMSA stuff over the years. Mm-hmm. Does he have an IndyCar championship? Though? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yep. He's got, got so many. Like got I many. said, I'm going to have to condition Kyle to, uh, what's he got, and, three, four? Uh, I want to say three. And and the crazy thing about Dixon right now is, you know, he's getting ready to turn 40. Right. And like we were talking before the show, he 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 looks faster now than when he was young. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's 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 driving the car. It's 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 fluid. Now, yeah. Now, one of the questions I had: so compared to like the NASCAR side of things with IndyCar, do you? It always seems like at least the races that I watch, and I only watch a few a year, but it's always the same guys. It always seems like it's the big guys like Dixon, Ray Hall, uh, all the names that have been around for a while, Will Power. They always seem like they're the ones grabbing the wins, at least in the crown jewels that I'm watching. Is it like that every other week? Well, and like we always like to say, it's the big three. <clears throat> you got Penske, Ganassi, and Andretti. And, and it's usually one of their drivers that are winning the races. But it's no different than F1 or NASCAR. I mean, NASCAR, you have your big three. You got Hendrick, Gibbs, and um, who would, would you say? Haas. Can, Stuart, yeah, Haas. Stuart Haas would probably have to be the third one. But, uh, you know, so, and yes, I, I understand there's a, you see some different guys winning in NASCAR, but, but not really. I mean, it's usually still, you know, Harvick, Bush, Logano, you know, Truex, one of them guys. So I would say it's kind of like NASCAR where yeah. it, you have your big names that are winning a lot of them, but at any given Sunday, like we saw Ray Hall, you, that's more of like his dad. You you hear the name so much from when he was uh, back in the day, and now Ray Hall is it's it's Graham in the car now, and he, he's not bad. Don't get me wrong when I said, but yesterday was a great performance of his. That's one yes. of the the performances that we haven't seen since he was what I mean three four years ago, back when he was a younger pup back when he won uh, the Detroit, Detroit. Bell Isles, yeah. two of them, yeah. straight back to back there. So uh, y- you do have your, your bigger teams here, and to that uh, extent there as well, Penske has uh, three guys in his crew. Uh, Andretti has five, and Ganassi has three. So that that's a big part of the field right there as well. Right. Almost, almost half, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. So uh, you have to— second yesterday, correct? He's coming that again? Yes, he finished second. Ray Hall finished second. I know he led some of the laps early. Right. Yeah, he got screwed but, uh, by a yellow flag. Yeah. So. And then uh, yesterday I saw rounding out the top five were two names that I've never heard of. Who's uh, that? Colton Her- was it Herta and Herta? Rhinus Vicky. So Herta. Rhinus VK. Yep. Herta was back in the day. His dad used to drive as well. Brian. Yep. And he was, did he, did he ever win it? He did, didn't he? Uh, in the 80s, the 500? No, I don't think he won. He the never 500. took the five. Okay, I don't think he and he never won a championship either. His dad was a good racer, but he just never got the breaks to be with the good teams. I got he, you. he was always, you know, on one of these smaller teams, but he would drive the hell out of the car. But Colton, last year he won a race. He was the youngest kid to ever win a race in IndyCar at what nineteen years old. Yep. So he won uh, two cir- races. Last two races year. last year. Circuit of the Americas was the first race he yep. won. But uh, he runs for Andretti, so, you know, and and the kid's good. Then Renus VK, he's doing, um, is he doing the full schedule for Carpenter or just the road courses? Yeah, he's full, and Connor Daly is the the road course driver. So, yeah, he is a full-time driver (laughs) for Ed Carpenter Racing. 
which I wouldn't consider Carpenter a big team, but I wouldn't consider him a small team either. I mean, you know, you got uh, your stepdaddy, Tony George, behind you, so, you know, he's got unlimited <laughs> funds. He's got some money now, yeah. especially. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, so that team, is, I mean, they're they're always there, but that's one of those smaller teams there that as well. They could they could be in it at any any point though. So now does VK have any wins in that series? No, no. he is a he. Is, this is his rookie year. So uh, okay. his first run was Texas, and that's what I was talking about right before. Is the uh, in Texas he went out in practice, he wrecked it. Went out in the race, he wrecked it. So uh, it was really unfortunate, and that's not a, a way to really start your your rookie. Uh, and Ed wasn't career. too happy with no. Him Ed after was Texas. was audibly. He's like, I told him to bring it home in one piece. He didn't. So we're going to have to talk. <laughs> so I think uh, he, he really sat him back. But VK came up through the Indy Lights, that uh, kind of the Xfinity for uh, IndyCar, if you will. But uh, something gotcha. Kyle may not know, since he is a you know big NASCAR fan, IndyCar has adopted some of NASCAR's technology because now they have the aero screen. They're not getting as much air into the cockpit of the car. So now they're running, you know, the hose into the helmet, which they don't have the true cooler like a NASCAR does because they don't have rooms for the fans inside the cockpit of the IndyCar. So it's more like a, a force-fed air hose into the helmet. Right. I got gotcha. you. I got to say, it sounds weird. Somebody's saying somebody's adopting NASCAR's technology. <laughs> yeah. Like, NASCAR's always been behind on the technology. So, I mean, it's pretty neat to see other series kind of taking some of their ideas. Well, right. that's like, guys, imagine running one of your races and having a blow dryer just blowing on you <laughs> the entire time. It's like they don't have air moving in there. <laughs> but like yesterday, Simon uh, Pagano, he did a great run through the field, but he came into the pits at one point and he raises his visor up and he puts his hand out the, the top and he's trying to direct air into his helmet because he's so huh. hot in that uh, cockpit at this point. And, you know, Dixon, his hose popped off. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine so that. So he, he ran like half the race with mm. no air coming into his helmet whatsoever. And then uh, and I, uh, I think yeah, we're spoiled. We got, the, we got the AC blowing on me while I, while I Exactly. Yeah, I got a fan on me. I got, got as much as I possibly can get, dude. That's exactly what I'm – so what – in iRacing here, we'll, we'll keep it into the big racing, but when you guys are racing your, your cup races like that – what is the most uncomfortable thing that you've had to deal with and still come out with a, a solid finish? Is it like your your pedals moving on you? Is it uh, maybe your your dog won't stop hopping on your lap? My I mean, VR fogging up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what what is it? Mike, I'll let uh, you go first. <laughs> uh, for me, it depends. Um, just I mean, with that New England weather. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's cold. Uh, just, like. Just, having the temperature kind of just right um but i mean it, it sounds like a, a very small problem but especially when you're when you're actually racing you get warm and you're getting a little hot but then the caution comes out you're like god damn it's cold in here <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> this is like you're just waiting for those green flags so i can warm back up <laughs> and that can really get into your head though i mean you're you wouldn't think that that would do anything and then all of a sudden you go to fire off and you're thinking like man i'm cold <laughs> Yeah, I'm just wearing a T-shirt and basketball shorts, and you know, okay, I'm like, oh, I, man, it's like 62 <laughs> degrees in here. I was hoping he wasn't say, please don't say I'm wearing a T-shirt. I'm just wearing a T-shirt. Like <laughs> I'm just wearing a T-shirt. 
<laughs> well, nobody else is watching you with these kind of races. You can wear whatever you want. Yeah, you know, Mike, Mike uh, on the other hand, people are watching because he streams. That's true. He does stream. So, you can only see from my, you can only see my chest down, though, so whatever yeah. I wear on He's the bottom. He's just wearing a t-shirt. I'm naked in that's a beanbag chair, eating Cheetos, eye <laughs> <high> raisin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, what do you think? Is it is it a temperature deal uh, with you guys, or... Or, or with uh, you as well, or is it pedal movement? I can't say care? I've ever had that problem. For me, the biggest thing, well, I'd say it's the same with real racing just as much as it is with virtual racing. You want to make sure you go to the bathroom before you sit down. Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're not doing very short races. We're still doing 50% cup length. So, I mean, a mistimed bathroom visit, you might be struggling there midway to getting, the end of the race <laughs> some of us are getting old too so we can't hold it like yeah. <laughs> right i was gonna say yeah we got some guys in our what in their 50s and 60s i'm sure they struggle more than uh some of us but other than that there's been a couple of races here where i i tend to run some really high force feedback on my wheels and there's been a couple of times where we uh set up for a road course or a short track and i accidentally set the steering ratio at a low number <laughs> so yeah, after a while, your arms start out. to get a, a little tired, yeah. That Watkins, Glace, that Watkins Glen race was tough. I'm... Oh, yeah. Okay, so so you're you're mentioning your, your wheel and the force feedback and stuff. So since you're on here, and we like to ask a lot of guys, you know, that we talk to that are iRace, uh, break down your rigs for us. Like, you know, what kind of wheel and pedals and stuff like that are you running? Mike, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I got the... Um... The Thrustmaster uh, T300, the Alcantara version. Uh, so it's got that little Ferrari wheel on it. Nice. And um, it's it's comfortable. It's got enough buttons for everything I need. And um, the pedals I got, the uh, the T3PA pedals. Um, no, I don't have any brake lo or load cell pedals or anything, but not yet at least. But for over racing, it, it, it works super well. What do you uh, do? You use just a uh, computer chair there? Yeah, yeah, I, I have my say, secret I, lab was... site, and I just, yeah, I, I don't have, like, a rig or anything, because I stream other games, too, so I right. don't want to have, like, a specific iRacing-only rig. Gotcha. Maybe right. someday, but That's what currently, I was going to say, no, when, you were, when I was watching your stream, it looks like you're sitting higher than guys in a, a rig or something like that, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just my normal gaming setup. Kyle, what do you run? A year ago, I did exactly what I said I wasn't going to do, and <laughs> oh, I took my go. income tax and dumped car. it all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I took my income tax and dumped it all into a sim rig. So I went all out. I got a what? A, what is this? A GT Omega sim rig with a Fanatec setup with uh, the CSL Elite, uh, the not the inverted pedals, but the ones middle of the road pedals v through the Fanatec. The V3? Yeah, the V3. That's what they're called. Yep. Yep, that's what so, I So, uh, I went out and I got a button box. I got a whole new PC. I got a triple monitor set up. I went all out with that. You're almost up there with Rick. He's got the full motion rig, doesn't he? Yeah. I, like I don't know if that. I'll be able to oh, listen to his stories. He said that thing gets violent sometimes on him. <laughs> I've seen Sounds like he threw out his back a couple, about a month or two ago. He threw out his back in the Bristol race, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think he said he was doing some official racing, and one of the wrecks he got into, 
I guess he had some of the settings a little high on this thing, and it really ended up hurting his back. <laughs> Whoopsie! That's like to say. That'd be a rough one. Oh, honey, honey, come get me honey, out of the ring. Honey, can you come get me out? <laughs> come get me out of the ring. What the hell? Get the jaws That's how you of sim race. That's how you sim race, though, man. That's the way to do it. <laughs> no joke. No, that is sim racing right there. You get in a wreck, you really get hurt. My you God, Rick's got to wear a helmet. <laughs> Rick's got it down there. He's got one of those VR helmets. That's what he needs. Like the I helmet that you those. put on, they got the VR right there. That's good stuff. The uh, um, so, Mike, do you use one screen or are you on trips? Uh, I have one screen actually. That's it. I mean, I have my second monitor, but that's just for all the stream stuff. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because I can't imagine running on two two screens like that in in sim rig. But. Uh, um, that is impressive because you you don't have I mean I'm sure you've got the the buttons to map look left look right, but number one oh, that yeah. that ain't easy no and number two y- your field of view compared to what Kyle's running is a lot different right there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely takes a bit more um, I think awareness because like I said, unless I'm actually looking left or right, which not a, that's not the greatest idea all the time when you're on track but no. um uh it, it definitely takes more awareness looking in your mirror um kind of seeing who's got a run on you who might be there but it is a disadvantage as well too because you know a lot of times you know i have a hole and i don't think i do so i won't make the move you know to sure. cut down into a lane or something like that especially super speedways and uh i noticed restarts are kind of a pain too not so much in this league because um we restart on green but um, like if I'm starting on the outside on the front row in an official race, you never know when they're gonna go. So it's like I right. usually get a terrible jump. I can see, yeah, that makes absolute sense. Here. So it's, it's huh. come that second race going into the uh, the championship race. Is that maybe why you booted Tanner? <laughs> I had to bring it uh, up. I was just waiting for my spot, and you gave it to me. That um, no, that one I saw. I saw him pretty clearly. Nope, I saw uh, him, and I did it there. Just boom. The, but uh. <laughs> You know, you know how it is. I was just, I, need, I needed that spot. No, and, I'm uh, like, he, he was, was, he was the one in the way. <laughs> pushing up there is, whoopsie again. But you know, that's the funny thing about the sim racing, is uh, unlike the real world, the people who are in the better equipment tend to be the ones who uh, excel the most in the racing series. Sim racing, you could be sitting there with a single monitor computer chair. And Mike kicks all of our asses. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very true there. Yeah. It's, and it's been proven a lot time of and time again. Well, I think uh, even uh, Ray Alfala, whatever his name is, he, he literally just uses kind of the same setup as mine. I think he's on like a G29. Yeah, that's he's true. One the, and he's one of the fastest guys in iRacing, you know? Exactly. And when NASCAR was doing those pro invitationals, you saw Timmy Hill sitting there. With a yeah. G27. The, yeah. Yeah, with one of the worst <laughs> setups you've ever school. seen. And he's out <laughs> there. Right. I, forgot. I forgot about that going old school and then you got guys like me that has a whole fanatec set up and i suck (laughs) (laughs) oh man so let's go back to uh, a little bit of uh uh the real world racing here as uh we we make the switch from indycar in the nascar into xfinity there as it was an hour changeover they they had to move some uh curbs and different things like that but uh they did it quick they they had some rain coming so i'm sure uh mr penske was saying hey guys Let's yeah. keep on oh, yeah. time here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's, Let's keep on oh, yeah. time. <laughs> but uh, what did you guys think about uh, the Xfinity race? I'll ask you guys first. First of all, did you were you able to catch that Xfinity race yesterday, Kyle? I'm sure you were. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it almost twice. <laughs> <laughs> almost twice. I told you he is a uh, a NASCAR fanatic right there. So what did you think of the race? 
Uh, I thought it was actually really good. So it started off a little slow, but I think that was just kind of everybody finding their footing. Right. Nobody was really used to the track with uh, everybody on it at once. But uh, I think once they all got a little more confident, every, the lap times got a little more consistent. You saw the aggression levels go up, especially at the end there. But uh, <laughs> overall, I thought, it was, I thought it was a great race for their first time on that road course. Mike, were you able to catch that one? I saw some of it, especially the end there. That uh, the last few laps were awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I love, I love like the the NASCAR style cars on road courses. Yep, slide um, it in, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, you, years ago it wasn't as good because you had a lot of like the um kind of like the outsiders. Like I know uh uh your ringers, his name? Uh, Am- Am- Ambrose uh, and uh, Boris said Boris said that was what I yeah exactly. Yeah, they would used to run away with it, but over the years, a lot of these guys, like the you know the guys you see every week, have become way better at these tracks, and yep. it's, it's usually four or five guys in it, you know, at the end. That it's super exciting racing. Plus, you can beat the hell out of these cars too on a short <laughs> on a road course, and really they keep game. going. Well, here's... Yeah, there's nothing more fun to watch than a, one of these heavy stock cars trying to outbreak another one. <laughs> well, it worked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mike brought up a very valid point there, you know, because years ago, you know, when you had Dale Earnhardt Sr., Daryl Waltrip, Rusty Wallace, guys like that, they didn't run no road courses. They come from short <laughs> dirt tracks and stuff right. like that. So they had no idea how to run on a road course. Now you got these kids coming in. They're just as good on a road course as they are on an oval. They started in karting. But you look at Chase Briscoe yesterday. He come from sprint cars and stuff like that. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I I like I love the story that the commentators were talking about. He had a friend of his that worked at IMS that worked security and would sneak him in. And he got him in one time and said, hey, man, you want to go down and kiss the bricks? He goes, no, nah, I think I'll wait until I can actually come out here and race and do it right i thought that's pretty cool and now you're getting your chance right (laughs) and he was a big stewart fan growing up i don't know if you guys heard that yesterday on there and i'm thinking to myself he said he's gonna climb the fence if he wins i don't know if he's gonna do it no fans there well boy oh boy he did it now i think that's awesome (laughs) there just he didn't hesitate not he ran right for it (laughs) exactly he knew exactly (laughs) what he was doing there but let's talk about the end of that race i mean you had uh what, where do you want to start at from? Let's start when uh, um, he uh, Chase Briscoe overshoots that apex. Okay, and then Dinger gets by him. Oh, man. I, so, I guys, I bet on races, and I got money on Briscoe. And he overshoots that apex, and I look over at Dad, I say that four-letter word, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll see you in a minute. And I come back out. And he's back in it. And I was like, rewind it, rewind it, yeah. rewind yeah, it. Yeah, because you missed a lot. Because yeah, Dinger did. gets by him. And I thought, I thought at that point, I'm like, okay, he's going to check out and it's over. Because AJ, he came from the back. That was impressive. And, and he can he can drive a road course. And then uh, who was it right there with him? It was Cindric uh, and uh, Gregson. Yep. So, you know, all, all three of them, they, they you know, Dinger kind of gaps a little bit and then they catch right back up to him. So all three of them are going at it. Well, and then here comes Briscoe back in the picture. And, you know, you could say at one point maybe they were doing a little rough driving. I wouldn't call it that. I think they were just racing hard. That's. I think you guys, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what you see at the end of road course races. Yeah. I mean, we, it's like that. Who was it, Kyle, with Kyle Bush and uh, – uh, Brad Keselowski a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that. exactly. They had some – 
was one of the best finishes of all time. I exactly. Swear. I mean, in Brad that- was a part of a few of those. He had one with Kyle Busch the one year. Then there was the one with Marcus Ambrose where they were beating and banging, coming to the start finish line. That and the truck race too with that uh, was the John truck- uh, Nemechek. Hunter, Hunter Nemechek. Yep. There. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> in the grass at the finish line. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. That's just road course racing. Especially so, at the end of those things. I think it's it's just it's phenomenal. And, and I'm going to ask you this question because we were talking about this before. Do you guys think NASCAR runs the road course there next year in the cup cars? In the cup series? Uh, I do not. Only because I still think that Brickyard 400, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. I think that's still one of the most prestigious races that they go to throughout a season. I think if they were going to do it, they'd add it on. But I don't think they go from the oval to the road course. They should. Will will they? I don't know, but they definitely should. I agree with Mike because to me, and I've been to the Brickyard several times. It's not an enjoyable race. It's, <laughs> it's kind of hard. As to sit far there. as going to the race, it is not enjoyable whatsoever. It's follow the leader for, you know, four hundred miles or four hundred laps, whatever the hell it is. And uh, four hundred laps are miserable. Yeah, not four hundred <laughs> laps. What am I talking about? Anyways, I, I absolutely agree, but I think with the new car coming, they're going to keep it or try to keep it on the oval. Maybe next year, maybe you're onto something. Maybe next year, since they're going to be running the same car, they try the road course. I'm with, with you though, cars. Kyle. I don't think they take them off though. I think what we do see is a uh, kind of. I think NASCAR may adopt these dual uh, weekends. So I think we're going to see the Brickyard right. run Sunday, and we'll see the Xfinity, or not the Xfinity, but the Cup cars then run the road course instead of doing like a uh, a duel at Pocono like they did this year. Uh, yep. uh, do something like that in Indy next year here. I like my idea better. I say they go out and they run 30 laps <laughs> on the road course, come in, switch cars, then go out and run on the oval. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Overall winner. <laughs> <laughs> be an interesting That's- one for sure. I'm still holding out for a uh, a multi-class NASCAR race. I would absolutely, and Indy would actually be a good place for that. I'd love to see the trucks, Xfinity, and Cup on track at the same time. Oh, kind of like idea. IMSA? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even just once a season. I'd love to see idea. it. But they'd be so embarrassed if one of those Xfinity cars ended up beating them somehow. Oh, yeah. Oh, it'll, <laughs> it would happen with this current package, I guarantee That's what it. I'm saying. I think it could. <laughs> yeah, I there's still a, say this. not a huge difference. Yeah, this package that NASCAR is running now, I still say it's just a Band-Aid. They're just using it as a Band-Aid to hold them over till the, well, I guess the 2022 car now. So, Mike, we we hear Kyle talking about the package. Do you know a lot about the uh, the the models of the cars and stuff like that, like Kyle does on the back end? Uh, not probably not as technically, but you know, I've been watching NASCAR for years, so I mean, you know, you you, you definitely see how the the current package. Oh, just even the past few years has really affected the racing. Not always in a great way. It's, it's very track dependent, which is kind of a problem. Like you said, the the Indianapolis race isn't really a fun race to watch. But um, you know, then you, you get a, a weird track that comes out of nowhere, like a like Texas or something that's normally, you know, not overly exciting. And all of a sudden, that's a great race there. So it's, <laughs> right. It's 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 weird. I don't know if it's a tire thing. I don't know if it's an aero thing, but. I think they need to make it more consistent across the season instead of just looking forward to like four races, you know, over the course of a season. Well, and I think a lot of these tracks that used to be, you know, a track that had great racing on it. I think once they started laying this traction treatment down on the tracks, that kind of took away from like, for example, when they repaved Bristol years ago and made it more of a two lane track, 
you, you took the excitement of Bristol away. Bristol was all about being short track racing. You want to pass somebody, you gave them the bump and run, or you just put mm -hmm. the bumper to them and got them out of your way. Now they can stick to that top side and go around them. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> and, and Bristol used to sell out every race. Now it doesn't. And I think yeah, part and it's of the, it's the horsepower and aero part of it too. You know, they I, agree. I feel like NASCAR NASCAR has a similar problem to what Formula One goes through. If you get behind somebody, just good luck. Like you can't get by them. Um, so they definitely need to find some some way to rectify that situation. And Formula One's making steps to it, but they still got a long way to go. And, and NASCAR, I don't think they've realized that it's a huge problem yet. Um, but I mean, the numbers the numbers have obviously been declining for you know years now so exactly. hopefully they figure it out you know so mike i'm going to ask you this first because i know kyle's going to hop all over this how do you feel about yeah, restricted play racing? <laughs> no the next package that that uh step up here when they're that uh, 2022 vehicle do you know much about that one what do you what do you think about that one if you do it's not going to be like this I, mean, one. I, no. I think they look awesome um i know the bigger <laughs> the bigger wheels are gonna that's gonna change something because a lot of these a lot of these cars are engineered you know, based off, you know, the, especially the sidewalls, the tires. Yep. So if you have a lot more sidewall, the, the tire is not going to roll as much. So I don't know if that's going to increase the wear and they're not going to be able to go as long on a set of tires or if they're going to compensate with the actual tire. Um, I'm not sure, but it it's going to be a big learning curve for these guys. Um, Aero-wise, I don't honestly think it's going to be that much of a difference. Because um, once they, if, if they give the horsepower back to these guys, you, you'll be able to pass again, but... So most of these most of these tracks, and you even see it in iRacing, they're all momentum tracks now. You know, you lift a little going into the corner, yeah. And then you, you let it roll, and you just you're full throttle and out. And it's, I mean, I can't even think of many tracks where we don't do that now. Absolutely. Can I, did you hear that? Like that thumper sound? It's Kyle's foot hitting the ground. He's like, oh, it's my <laughs> yeah. turn. It's my turn. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Kyle, what I'm do you being think, patient. What do you think about that 2022 car there? Uh, so I'm actually really looking forward to it because I think they're taking some aspects from the Gen 4 car and applying it. It's almost like a mix. They're taking the current package with the Gen 6, uh, and then they're taking some of the Gen 4 aspects. I like that they're bringing some airflow back underneath the car, like with the front splitter. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures. They have, uh, looks like the sides of the splitters are still sealed to the track, but in the center below the front grille. They have a giant opening there to allow airflow underneath the car again. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been hurting NASCAR for quite a few years now with that splitter on the front, that really heavy front downforce. Yep. I think I think that's been doing a number on the racing. So I'm very curious to see how the uh, new airflow underneath the car. You got those uh, rear valence as well. I think that's going to help. Now, correct me. Um, so they're going to kind of do like a IndyCar type deal, not necessarily around a full underpan. But they're going to have the valances in the back, and then that opening in the front will allow the air to flow under, then exactly. back through. So it's going to help with downforce and airflow. So, for an example, you guys ever see one of those races where I th think the last time I remember it happening was Martinsville, 2008-2009. Uh, Mark Martin ended up getting into a wreck, knocked off his rear bumper panel. All of a sudden, he was a good six-tenths faster than everybody <laughs> yes, else. Yes, exactly, yeah. We no longer had that bumper panel on there to uh, slow down the uh, or create all the drag. drag exactly. Right. So I think 
what NASCAR is going for is they know that creating that airflow underneath the car is going to help with passing. <laughs> going to make the cars like be able to kind of slipstream a lot better. Right. I think. Absolutely. And it, it, it's hard to, I'm not going to say it's hard because I mean, obviously these guys got wind tunnels and things like that, but using uh, the, like we, we look at F1, we look at IndyCar, those cars are a lot easier to pull a slipstream on, and they're a lot easier that draft. I mean, if you've ever, even on iRacing, like we say, you get behind somebody and the suck up is just in, intense. You did the closing oh, yeah. rate; you, it's like they're they're grabbing you and just yanking you in. Where NASCAR, <laughs> right? Where NASCAR, I mean, it's it it's still you got that draft, but it's not gonna just grab you it takes a minute to, to get up there and suck exactly up on right and, and something else too is kind of like what you said i think that kind of affects the side draft as what we've seen in this package too oh yeah because that side draft what we've seen with that side draft is um i thought guys were getting faster off of it but no, they explained it's slowing it slowing the outside car down it's pushing or... air into their fenders their tire wells and yep. grabbing that that drag is really slowing those guys down well and it's actually putting more more wind on their rear wing too okay yeah. that's why when they're going up like that this car can cut through because it's pushing all the wind onto this car but uh i'm just hoping the new package kind of um changes the the super speedway racing because to me the past i don't know however many years super speedway racing has just gotten to where for one it's dangerous you know pack racing is sooner or later the the wreck's gonna happen i mean it's it's inevitable for the big one to happen they they, they got to do something to where these guys aren't depending so much on that draft to make passes and stuff like that i i've said for years take downforce away, give them harder tires, and give them all the horsepower they want, and whoever can hang on wins. Yep. That's I, basically I agree how with it that. used to be, yeah. Kyle yeah, started I think, a uh, couple big they ones. They get, get rid of that uh, restrictor plate. You'll see them going 220, probably, upward of 220, but however, you won't see the big pack racing. Right. I think you'll that then you get rid of that restrictor plate, that's not going to keep those small teams up racing with the big teams anymore you're gonna see some people start to pull away from other people at the plate racings but uh to touch on the new package a little bit i think that's one thing they are kind of working on i don't know if you remember back with the gen 4 cars the rear ends of the cars weren't sealed to the track like they are with the gen 6 right the quarter panels right behind the rear wheels right. came all the way down to the track yep. but with the gen 4 they had them lifted up to a point where if you tried to bump with another car you'd go right underneath the bumper right and i think that's one thing they're kind of implementing into the new car it looks like those rear quarter panels are starting to angle them up off the track a little bit so i think that's definitely going to help with the side drafting but yeah right but and that, that kind of affected that pack racing as well then back then because these guys they couldn't bump draft as much they couldn't yeah. get in there but at the same time they would <laughs> they'd lift that car up in front of them and just say all right let's go and then get hey, well, it's go time you're gonna try it no matter what. <laughs> exactly. well, what was it uh was it was it three four years ago i want to say it was at daytona to where they really couldn't bump draft because it was actually slowing them down uh what was that is this after the whole uh, era of the two-car tango? 
I think that's what I'm talking about. The so two, yeah, when it was just like yeah, two cars, got, and, and yeah. it was just it was not good <laughs> racing at all. I oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying when they were doing when they were just trying to do like the bump and bump and lift right, kind of right, exactly. right. Yeah, that wasn't working. Yeah, the only thing that was working back then was to lock onto that car in front of you and <laughs> just stay go. Off. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's gonna cause a little overheating issue. For oh sure. yeah, I vote to bring. I will say it created some great finishes, <laughs> but the rest now, of the you're racing, right. It did. So the rest of the racing was very lackluster. We move on to uh, we'll, we'll stick cup cars. Okay. But we'll move on to uh, talking about these guys' season because a phenomenal season these guys had and. I don't get to watch it much. Right. I get to watch it on my lunch break every now and then. I, yeah, I'll see you hop on every now and then during lunch. But uh, these guys, both of these guys, were in it for a, a good amount of the years. Mike started off strong, if I remember correctly, and then you found a, a string of just bad luck. It, it seemed like if there was a wreck, it didn't matter if it was two cars ahead of you or half a lap ahead of you. Somebody was going to find their way into Mike, and it was just unfortunate for him. Really frustrating, I'm sure. Am I remembering all this? It was a long season. Do I got that down correct, though, Mike? Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Um, I think uh, the first – I'm actually looking now. The first couple races, there were top fives. Um, and then, yeah, then I won Atlanta. So I won the third race. And then I, had, I think I had a couple bad ones after that, um, just getting in, caught up into some issues. And it, it sucked just – the issues yeah, I got caught up in were relatively early in the race too, so it oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely didn't help for points. <laughs> no, he's he's off on the sideline because correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys don't do fast repairs. You guys don't. Uh, uh, I mean, once you're in a wreck, you you got to go in there, you got to repair it. It's it's going to take seven eight minutes, and and your race is pretty much. I mean, you you can still go out and and drive for points if you need to, if you think you can get a spot, but. With as competitive as this league is and as few cautions, good luck catching up. I think that's how it should be, though, because, you know, with, with no fast repairs, I think it's promoting cleaner racing. You know, you know, a lot of guys will go out there, okay, I got two fast repairs, so if I, you know, get <laughs> Wing it into no turn one deal. here, yeah, exactly. Where if you know you don't have any and your race is pretty much done, if you get in a wreck, you're, you're going to be a little more cautious. Yeah, that was kind of the whole reason why. I wanted that from the very beginning. I don't think, I don't think we've done a single race in NSRL where we had faster pairs. Even uh, even back with our first race at Daytona, really wanted to, but at the same time, that was kind of the <laughs> whole idea behind it. It's just uh, hopefully I don't put these things on. They'll try to keep their fenders a little more clean. So then, Mike, you get into the playoffs, obviously, at because they kind of do it like the uh, current style of NASCAR. Kyle, okay. being the fanatic mm -hmm. that he is. It, <laughs> Probably dead on to the exact point standing. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, anal about it. Well, we're not, we're not <laughs> that against you. Exactly. No, no, not at all. <laughs> you run a fantastic league. So um, so you, you guys get into the playoffs. Kyle's in the playoffs as well. Kyle okay. did make the final four. I shouldn't uh, just put it all on Mike being the fantastic race. Oh, no, go for it. Race. He won the championship. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Kyle, and let me preface here how he is. They, everybody started off telling me that Kyle was just a – terrible driver he was wrecking everybody i mean i See, had i think some, i heard that yo i was a little worried i was like man this guy runs the league and he's out here he's just the the guy wrecking everybody he's like i'm i'm worried and he didn't have he had a couple wreckwood moments is what we call him or what i called him but uh 
it's one of those where what will happen it's one of those things where one thing happened like two years ago yeah, and we just was, never let him never I got let you. it live him down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so both of them are in the playoffs, and, and Kyle really picks it up at the end of the season. He, he's really catching fire, really landing this. He he wins his first uh, super speedway that he's ever won in a league or official. Have you won one in official? No, that was my first so, one ever. <laughs> first one ever to win on a super speedway. So he's pumped there. And really, the momentum just keeps rolling after that, Kyle. You, you keep it up. You've had some some good finishes after that. They're both in the playoffs. I think, Mike, again, you started off strong. And the next, like, three or, or two, three races, maybe even four, Mike finds that same luck he finds at the beginning of the year. He's he's getting into accidents here that he's not causing, and he's really trying to reel himself back through. But luckily – you were able to finish strongly enough on those races that you uh, weren't caught up in the mess to uh, to really kick it through those playoffs and, and bring it into that final race there. Yeah, I got lucky, um, you know, the Martinsville race because I, I was locked in from, you know, the third race of the season. So I wasn't really too, too worried about how the rest of the um, season went. But definitely the the playoffs this year, we had a couple wild card races in there where I was like, uh, I don't know how this is gonna go. And and Martinsville was actually one of them. That was that was the last place I thought I was gonna pick up a win. I was actually kind of I was kind of hoping it would be either Dover or um, was Pocono in the playoffs too, if I remember correctly. Was, I believe that was the first race. Yeah, it was, it was Pocono and Dover, my two stronger tracks that we had in the playoffs. So I I thought it was gonna come in one of those, and you know Charlotte was gonna be probably the next one i was hoping to do well enough at but um yeah martinsville was definitely it surprised me a little bit and so that's where i was kind of you know joking around with him early in this one he's, he's going in there he's he's coming out and him and tanner tanner again great driver throughout this entire season he's in that that top he's he's pretty much locked in come the end of martinsville am i correct i mean had so many I, playoff points that he earned that's throughout the regular right. season that he could he was pretty much locked into Homestead from the beginning of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike came in a, a little hot, and it, when I say that, he didn't just like floor it in Martinsville, saying, "All right, first place is mine, or we're both going out." But you, you get up the track there, get up the track, and boom, just barely gets into Tanner. It was enough to push him sideways there, push, push him back maybe sixth or seventh there. But Mike took the win there, and like he said, got it in there, took it, and then uh, did you 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 finished second in that final race there? Am I correct? Um, yeah, yeah, Charlotte finished second. Yep. So, and, and Mike, you, you did a fantastic job. Like I said at the beginning of the uh, the race, there it, it was really between you and Tanner. I thought going into Charlotte like that, a, a type of race that track. Uh, everything like that. Tanner and, and Mike really held a, a, a strong race anytime they, they went to those style of tracks. And come, and come to the end of the race, it's it's Mike and Tanner right up in front going at it there. So uh, it came down to who saved more tires, I think, and, and you were the one. Yeah, Kyle actually really surprised me that race because once I started made it, I didn't qualify too well. Um, but once I made it through the pack a little bit, I'm like, oh, Oh no. It's like now I got to worry about beating Tanner and Kyle. It's like I was hoping it would just be like one of them or maybe some you know, Josh, Josh, but I was like, "Oh, that's going to be two two tough people to beat." But luckily uh 
Kyle's big brain and that pit strategy there uh, worked out <laughs> in my favor big there. Big brain but on bread. I, yeah, part of me wishes. Part of me wishes he did pit with us. I know me and Tanner kind of screwed him. We just ducked into the pits behind him. And I remember. I remember he was in the Discord. He's like, "Oh, you bastards!" <laughs> but um, no, I definitely would have been. I feel like it would have been a much different race if it was me, Kyle, and Tanner up there. Um, we probably would have all wrecked each other, honestly. But probably. you know, that's that's how it goes. <laughs> then Josh would have came along back there and said, "Thank yeah, you." Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> he would have come back from like seventh and just smoked all of us. But Mike, Tommy Boy tells me if I ever have any problems with Java, you're the guy to talk to. Yep, that's 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 how. Yep, King King Java right here. Like I I don't even know how that got brought up one day, and I don't know who in all works on Java anymore on their computer, but that was one of the funniest moments, I think, of this season. Just your reaction to this, like, why do you think I know about Java? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what that means? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought we were calling him King Java all these times because he has sponsor. he's sponsored by <laughs> coffee on his car. Well, it works in both ways, but, yeah, apparently you missed that. that yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> so another one I got Kyle on this season. <laughs> I like to play around on the broadcast, and I'll have different voices and stuff like that. So Kyle, Kyle wins, and said, "Well, hello there, Kyle Westwood. This is Cecil in the booth." And he's like, "Is this Sean?" I was like, "No, this is Cecil." And he's like, "Oh, oh, okay, sorry." <laughs> so he got, fooled me that one. That was, one, and then I was so like, you really threw me off there. I didn't know what to say. That interview was just thrown away at that point. <laughs> then about halfway through it i'm like no this is sean this is definitely sean but i didn't want to say anything just in case it actually wasn't maybe it was like a distant relative that sounded just <laughs> yeah, like you or something that's good dave hunt dave hunt says a late caution at the end of the charlotte race would have changed the whole outcome oh yeah, oh, yeah. listen oh, to them both oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah me, me and tanner would have been so screwed I would have, we would have had to take we would have had to take kyle out as he was driving by us there oh man. No, that was my fault though i should have never assumed that we were going to get a caution there that late in a one of our cup races those races have been so green or i'm sorry so green and clean over the last couple of races well, that was kind of dumb of me to assume that glean it's the new word for green and clean it's glean, yeah, we'll just, baby. we'll just combine it's them like a pandemic Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so besides NSRL and Cup, do you guys do any other kind of racing on uh, iRacing? Any dirt or anything like that? Uh, Mike does. He does official uh, racing like crazy. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do quite a bit of official racing. So, um, I haven't really gotten into dirt too too much. I do a little bit of road, but I'm just terrible at it. Um. I can, if I'm by myself, I'm fine, but you throw other cars around me, it's, I, I'm a weapon out there. It's crazy. We're going to have to get them into a 305 sprint car race with us. Oh, I think <laughs> I think they could do it. 305. I can are... do the 305s all right. Honestly, I, I did a test of the 410s the other day. Those oh, they're a handful. Are terrifying. Did you end up they're in the parking terrifying. lot? Because that's where I ended up. Oh, with... <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I flipped it about 19 times going on the front stretch. Oh, I'm in VR, so I, I think close my eyes when I do that. It's like, all right, I'll, when this vi or thing stops vibrating, I know I've come to a park. I'll open my eyes again. Well, I thought <laughs> I'd be. flipping and you just throw up. Exactly. <laughs> I thought I'd be a badass there night and jump into a 410 uh, hosted at Lernerville. Yeah. <laughs> at Lernerville of all places. That didn't end up good. <laughs> you ended up all. down by the boat? Not at all. Oh, yeah, I was down by the boat. <laughs> yeah. Several Now, times. are
Not the other one. So I've seen Kyle on uh, a dirt street stock before. Or no, you weren't in that race, were you? you uh, are you talking about with uh, the Mexico Enri Pro Enriquez? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was in that one. Okay. It didn't go well. No, it didn't. Yeah, it's Kyle. <laughs> I was involved in about every wreck there was. Much better on <laughs> asphalt. <laughs> oh, dirt street stocks yeah. are fun. They, they are. But uh, so why don't you tell them, Kyle, because uh, you guys do have not just the Wednesday league we're talking about today. You guys got some uh, some other things going on there. Tuesday, you got your uh, – It's it was national, but why don't you let them know what you got going on next season. Yeah, so for this past season, we uh, started something where we have kind of like a feeder series. Um, it, it, the whole idea was that it was just that we wanted to keep the cup series like the drivers that we know can handle those cars and are great racers clean around all the other guys. So we had the idea to come up with this feeder series, just kind of like the Xfinity series. Um, and we were doing the K and N cars this last season. It's kind of as a, I guess like an entry series for people to kind of get used to how we all race with each other and get used to the cars. And then uh, after a race or two, of clean racing, we'd move somebody up to the Cup Series. So next season, we're looking at doing the trucks instead of the ARCA cars. But, but yeah, I think we're going to maintain that same idea. Keep it on Tuesdays, Tuesdays at noon. Um, and then we'll keep the Cup races on Wednesday at noon. You guys must all work nights. Night shift races. I'd and uh, I do actually. Uh, <laughs> he just I yeah, if, like he was looking at me, but if he was looking at the camera, his face just lit up. Was, oh, <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. But I think well, yeah, we we have quite a few people who work night shift, and then we got like I said earlier, we have quite a few guys who are now retired too. So you got a get a good mix of uh, different guys and backgrounds in there. Yeah, absolutely there, but. Uh, uh, also, Thursdays, uh, Mr. Rooster, yeah, they come to snuff the rooster. He, uh, Rooster he, Cockburn? He, no, Rooster Rod. <laughs> <laughs> he, but, uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. He, uh, he, uh, uh, runs a dirt street sock for NSRL there on, uh, Thursdays. At noon? Yeah, at noon. So, yep. <laughs> it's all at noon. It's all at noon. But, uh, that, it's a fun one. It's, it's guys that... Uh, it's kind of the opposite of uh, what the pricks of pavement does. Okay. It's the it's guys that are used to asphalt, but they're going over to dirt to have a little fun. Maybe get their their feet. I asked them to change the 305s next season, though. I said, can we do 305s instead? I just like open wheel. It's something about open wheel. Yeah, I like the open wheel, too. <laughs> yeah, See, I'm, not, I'm not involved in that one at all, but uh, I haven't even been able to make it to one of those things yet. I don't know. Mike, have you made it to one yet? I actually did the first one uh, the other day. Copyright, oh, okay. man. Copyright. NSRL. You are involved. You are NSRL. They can't take that oh. name and just run away with it. You can You can put something down. You have, you well, gotta... Unfortunately, I work during the day every Thursday, so I haven't been able to make it. But I'd love to make the one because every time they complete a race, they're in the Discord talking about how much fun it was and how it was great battling. So I really want to make I, it one of these weeks. I had a, ter I had a terrible time. I ended up, I ended up spinning out, and I ended up on pit road, and I was just like, "Yeah, I've had, been, I've had enough of this." Well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely a me problem. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem there. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, you got any other questions for him? Uh, not that I can really think of, unless uh, now do they run any of the Imperial Cup tonight? Uh, Kyle, are you going to run the Imperial Cup series tonight? Uh. 
Don't ask me where it's so at. So that one Auto I've club. been I I've been like that's been track dependent. Depending on Auto where club. they're at. I've been showing up. Oh, Auto Club. Okay, yeah, that one I'd probably show up for. There you go. Hey, and I don't know, John's still on. John was on here earlier. Are you running the 87s tonight? Because I know they were talking about a couple weeks ago around the 87s kind of like a, yeah. before the Imperial Cup race. They're doing the, that. the Bricks of Payment League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. Which, uh, like I said, John's on here, so or he was. I don't know if he still is. John, if you're running uh, the 87s tonight, let us know. Let us know. Oh, I wish. I wish I didn't work nights. I would join. I'd, I'd be doing like ECRS. I'd be doing all these leagues with you guys. He's, he's all about it. There. Where? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, what time do you one. go in? Uh, usually, I usually I'll go to sleep for a few hours at like four or five, and I'll wake up about eight thirty, and I'm out of the house by nine. But um, <laughs> yeah, that we, would be with all right this with all this Corona, <laughs> we were actually there was a lot of races on Wednesdays that I was. Literally sitting down on my computer five minutes before the race started. I do remember you um, saying that actually. Yeah, we don't we don't normally work that late. Usually I'm home like seven or eight, maybe nine. But yeah, it's been pretty busy at work. So <laughs> there's a couple. I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to make this race. <laughs> Keeping it close, cutting it close there. Play for us. Just know nothing. I can think of one more question for you guys, and that's we usually do our checkers and records picks of the week here. Where we do I was a... hoping we were going to do this. Check at least. I love it. I love it. You got excited. I studied for this one. He's all pumped up. He just clapped. I think he just did a, a clap. Oh, I did. Yeah. He's, he's ready. So you guys know. Mike, are you aware of what we do here? Not really. Let's so just we, hear it. So we pick our checker, who we think is going to do good. Like a, top five, at least. Um, our Definitely wrecker, top ten. Right. Our wrecker, who we think not necessarily going to wreck, but not going to have a day like they think they or we they should. Doesn't perform. And a dark horse, so nobody like your your top team guys. This is a, a rookie. This it's is like a, a Corey LaJoy or the Benedetto, Benedetto right. or something like that. And so you got to pick uh, uh, one for that here. I'll go ahead and get them started off for the the day with my my checker pick. So you guys, you, you get an idea of what what we're doing here, and uh, I'll I'll go with the uh, the blue deuce today, the number two up, uh, Brad Keselowski. Who you think, Howdy? I think uh, I know where you're going to go with. We were talking about it before. We'll see. I was going to. But that's not who I'm going to pick. Um, I don't even know where he's starting. I'm going to pick Kevin Harvick. Going with Harvick. And this is one of those technical tracks. He's won it before. He knows how to, how to run Indianapolis. It's a, a very good possibility. We'll move on to you, Kyle. He's got his nose ready. I know. He's ready to go. <laughs> Let's hear him. Now, the only thing is, are we allowed to pick somebody that somebody already picked? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, because I was actually also going to go with Harvick. I just think he's been on too much of a roll this season. He's one of those three cars that have been dominating the season. And uh, he won it last year, so I think he's going to do it again. Yep, good pick there. Mike? is is not. I don't want to pick somebody that you guys already picked. And as, as much as I don't like him, I, I – Think, uh, I think Kyle, Kyle Busch can have a good day I knew today. once he says as much as I don't like him. Yeah, you're right. He was in my head there as well. Um, usually I'll bet on like three, maybe four drivers for the, the race there to win, and I think Kyle Busch is going to be one of mine today. It's just he hasn't had the best season yet so far, but, again, this is one of those tracks that if you get the setup in it and your car is lasting for 400 miles, he's one of those drivers that can win it. I think you got a good point there. Oh yeah, he's he's due. Um, you you see a lot in NASCAR. These guys they haven't had a win for a while. They just kind of come out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Like, look, I'm still here. Right. Absolutely. There. Yep. I agree with you. We. Uh, he got for a record. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's not running today. Well, he wrecked. That, that's a good. Oh <laughs> no, I'm joking. Unfortunately, we we didn't mention that. Unfortunately, uh, he's he is tested positive for the virus and he's going to have to sit out his final Brickyard 400. Yep, so. and he has to get two positive just, tests within before he can 24 come hours yes. of each other. You just so. tore you just tore Kyle's heart out. Oh, uh, trust me. I I know once he got that news it was like, "Oh no." But I think the uh the pole sitter. Uh he's he's having a, a little Legano. hard time. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have the the run he's really going to want to run today. Maybe he uh finds himself. All it takes is a speeding penalty. A uh, uh, a mishap in pit lane in that front position, you're you're right in the back there. So, who you got? I'm gonna take uh, Kurt Busch. Going with Kurt. He's had a good season here so far. He has I, I just, again. But like you just said, I I think he's gonna get caught out on a, on a pit penalty that, yeah. or or get cycled out on pit stops or just some, something like that. This race today is going to be all about strategy. And if you get off the, the wrong strategy, that can make your good day be a real bad day real quick. Yep, absolutely. Kyle, who you got for a wrecker? I was actually going to say Kyle Busch. Going with I Kyle think, uh, Busch today. I don't, the Gibbs cars haven't had very good races at the Indianapolis Oval over the past couple of years. And it seems like the last couple of years, Kyle Busch has been involved in a wreck or had engine issues here and i just i think it keeps up this season all right now i will remind you i want to say kyle bush did sweep this two years ago xfinity and the brickyard was that two years ago or was two years ago the one where what was that wasn't that the one where martin truex jr got into him and took him out you might be right it could have been three years ago i I know it wasn't too long ago though he was in that skittles car years so but his son was a baby though so it was yeah it was uh, a few years back. Cause they oh, you might have been right. I think that was two years ago, and the one I'm thinking about was three years ago. So, he, but Either way, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to say he wrecks it. out today. All righty. <laughs> Mike? Um, we go with Denny Hamlin. He's actually uh, he's not that strong here uh, over the past couple of years. Um, he's had a couple top fives, I remember, but I don't think didn't he wreck it yesterday in practice or something? Or was it last year he wrecked it? That yeah, I'm not. It ain't, it ain't this year. They don't have practice. No, yeah, because they, yeah, they were running the practice. Oh, that was last. IndyCar that was last year. It hit the wall. But um, no, you, you you do have a good point there. Hamlin has not uh, performed uh, very very well at Indy no. over the past. So no. then we dark we, horse. Dark horse. I, I'm gonna keep with him. I've picked him here the past couple of weeks, and man, he he is looking just absolutely tough and i think this is kind of one of those days where you're going to need to slide the car around like you're at a dirt track and i'm going to go with uh red that's that's a solid pick that's a solid pick uh dark horse man i don't even know um i'm gonna take cole custer Taking Cole, Colonel Custer in the Harvick's teammate in the brickyard with the brick there. <laughs> Kyle, who you got here for a uh, uh, dark horse? I'm going to go with William Byron. I think he's had some last year. He had a very strong run here. I know he got into the 48 last year, took him out, and I said I was never going to root for him again. But <laughs> I, think I, I think I am going to have to go with him for this one. I think uh, he's been a little off this season. 
but those Chevys have definitely been improved. Hendrick's got and, the power. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be pretty strong today if we're going off of the statistics from last year. Sure. Mike? I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. He's been tough. Now, Now he's kind of a strong guy. I don't know, but we'll, we'll let that slide for a dark horse <laughs> there. We let Kyle slide there with his, so – but uh, Blaine, it, it would be a tough win for Blaney here at Indy, I think. But uh, he, he is showing some really uh, um, strong aspects here. I think he's going to have a solid career. I think he's kind of showing that he's, he's going to be one of these. He's kind of been the strongest car of the Penske team this year. Yeah, he's showing he's going to be one of these. Uh, he might be one of the, the next uh, Kevin Harvick, the next uh, uh, driver, you know, like that. That's that uh, Denny Hamlin of the series, you know, so. Hopefully, oh yeah, he's uh, pretty young. He'll be around a while. Absolutely, I, I like that. But uh, so that's the the picks here, guys. Thank Dude, you. Brooks put his picks in. What's he got here? Says Checker, Denny Hamlin, Wrecker, Kevin Harvick, and Dark Horse Christopher Bell. So he pretty much just switched yours up there. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's I uh, messed up the Dark Horse thing then. Well, I guess William Byron isn't considered a dark horse. I, no, I, I, I'll we'll give you, you Byron more so. I, I, I'm not to bash Jamison here, but Blaney's got to win this year. <laughs> Byron's like the weekend of Hendrick. He's he's not very strong. We don't know if he's really belonging in Hendrick. He's really disappointing me in that 24. I could keep going on and yeah. on and on. I hear you. <laughs> but uh, that uh, – yeah, uh, we'll we'll let you go with that. Do you have another one that you would pick? Uh, yeah, so I, the other I was gonna pick Bubba originally. I was gonna say Not that so would be a win. good one. I wouldn't say win, but I'd say a top five because I'm pretty sure he finished fourth last season. Third, he got a podium last. Third, year. So okay. He's so coming I, off. I would, a, I would think he might be strong again. And you look at him in the past couple of weeks; he's top tens. So yep. I, I, I got to agree with you on that one. I, I thought about picking him today as well. Um, so the, good pick there. We'll, we'll let you go with both of them. We'll, we'll let you have a wild card pick there. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for joining on with thank us you, today. Thank you. And uh, well, sitting here us. so long. Hopefully I didn't hold you too long here. Oh, I got nothing to do. No, not at all. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the race to start. I'm just waiting for official race, and hopefully we didn't hold Mike. He's over there. He's been racing the whole time. We <laughs> had no, no idea. He's <laughs> probably been racing this whole time. Are you kidding me? Exactly. exactly. They're, they're, Mike, That's why he's been quiet. Right? <laughs> Mike, let them know where they can uh, find you on Twitch, sir. Oh, you can find me at uh, twitch.tv forward slash uh, jmoacp. Um, I stream whew, three, four times a week, especially Tuesdays and Wednesdays when we got the leagues going. So stop by, say hi, and uh, try to enjoy yourself. I'll try to keep it talkative if I'm not concentrating too hard. I was super quiet at Charlotte. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, that final race there. But, hey, I'm, I'm, people understand you got fans. They know you're out there going for the title. That's awesome. And then, as always, you can join in if uh... – God, for, I hate saying this, but God forbid we we go into another non-essential deal. Maybe you're not essential. You want to join in some Tuesday racing? Well, hop on into that NSRL on Night Tuesday. Shift Racing League. Exactly. <laughs> I'll start saying Night Shift Racing League more often now because <laughs> it's throwing people. That, you, you'd be surprised how many times I get the question in the comments: Who races oh, yeah. in the middle of the day? Yep. Like, you get so used to saying NSRL, you forget what the full title is. <laughs> right. But, so, uh, absolutely. I had a blast here today, guys. Thanks so much for chatting with us. And, uh, Kyle, is there any uh, – you got any fun race or anything planned, or are you just taking a week off? 
thinking that so we're not resuming like our season until beginning of August. Right. But I didn't I'm, know if you I'm had sure anything. we planned on yeah, we're gonna plan on <laughs> some uh little exhibition races on the off season, bunch of practice races getting stuff set up for next season. So I'll keep everybody updated. Well, I know that absolutely is, yeah. And it, it, maybe you're a fan of the NSRL, and and you want Night some shift racing league, <laughs> and yep. you want some merch. Kyle, tell them where they can go to get that. Oh, okay. So I actually had forgot about this, but you can go to <laughs> zazzle.com backslash NSRL underscore iRacing. There we have some uh, shirts. I think I have a mouse pad, coffee mug, quite a few different items that are up there with Sticker. the NSRL. Yeah, stickers. Absolutely there. So check them out. Shoot me that uh, that link there, and I'll get that out there for you. That's what I – when you say that, and it's I just – Sazzle. <laughs> Sounds like it should be Sazzle. Get your Night Shift Racing League merch with Sazzle. There you go. Sazzle. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks again. We appreciate it, and I will be chatting with you, I'm sure. All right, awesome. Sounds good. Thanks for having us. Have a good one, guys. Oh, see ya. What a – a couple of guests there gotta gotta love those guys over at the night shift race league like i said i mean and, and this is coming from another league owner is he's watching those guys race on wednesdays like man this is one of the cleanest races i've or one of the cleanest leagues that i see it's, oh yeah anytime it's, i've ever watched it's been clean yeah just green flag and, and you can't like i've called some some leagues before that are uh half half lengthers and it's like, oh my gosh, you know. I think I've been in a couple of those races. Man, oh, I've I've done worse than what you've been in. Trust me. And it's like you guys just like pacing. We ain't racing. We're pacing. That's not the case there over at the NSRL though. The NSRL. Night shift racing <laughs> on Zazzle. <laughs> That's gonna be my new thing. Zazzle. He needs to make a Zazzle car. <laughs> Definitely. Kyle, Kyle's a painter. He'll do his, like his own little schemes like that. <laughs> I could do, see do it all in Danica a, colors, making a sassle. like the GoDaddy colors and sassle. <laughs> oh man, goodness gracious! Oh, uh, we got a little. I think it's like four o'clock when that race starts today. Yes, so we got I a little time. So. I'm gonna go. Uh, I can't believe I didn't say this either, but uh, I did a little something this week. Yes, you did. Started. Uh, Checkers and Wreckers racing here on the uh, the the real world. We're gonna have a little fun with that. Dad and I went and uh, grabbed a cart the other day, and uh, we're, we've been tinkering with it, putting it together. Dad wants it out of his garage, <laughs> so I gotta go get that and put it into mine now. So I'm looking forward to that. You'll see me uh, whipping around Whiteland probably. I don't think I'll. I don't know how much I'll go to Newcastle, just because that's a uh, Nice little haul. It's a nice it. track, though. It is, yes. Just keep for at least the first year. I just want to get some time under my butt again and uh, keep some expenses down there. But uh, I'm looking to to have some fun. Dad and I are already talking about how to quick change everything from me to the the kids real quick. So we, yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting it down here. Where uh, he looked like Rick Hendrick in the the other day. We were he was sitting there puffing on a cigar. Hey, in the, you know, the I just shop. had an idea though. Because see, uh, Asher got a new cart the other day. Right, I did he'll see be that. Going up to cadets. I next did see year. that. <laughs> so that means his kid cart will be for sale. I did see that. I've already gone. That's already gone through my head. Sir. Addie's about that age. <laughs> yep, it's already gone through my head. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, 
Um, yeah, I look forward to and it. And then by the time she gets old enough to move up, switch it to Charlie. Oh, yeah, it goes right down. And Graham be racing. <laughs> goes right down the line. There you go. Now I just got to find me an LO206 and have some fun on that or a World Formula Motor, one of the two. 206. Is that what you're thinking? Enrique's like, he, he is on me. He's like, don't do 206. Do World Formula. It's such a fun race. Well, but the thing about World Formula is there's nobody around here that really runs World Formula. Around here, you can run 206 or you can run Ken Yamaha. Oh, there isn't anything that runs World Formula around Not here? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, well, that that uh, answers my question. See, I wish they had a Predator series, dude, because I got a Predator just ready to well, eat. The, but the nice thing about the 206 is it's more cost- it's cost effective, but it's not. I mean, you know, the, the motors are still kind of pricey to buy one ready to go, but you can't open the crankcase on. It's sealed. You right. can't do this. So, you know, it, it kind of equals it out a little bit more. But, yeah. Do you see the Canadians' advice there for go-karting? Mm-mm. Hockey pucks Hockey work pucks. great for spacers between seats. <laughs> That's a good idea, dude. <laughs> Gotta love our Canadian buddy, the Great Dane, out there. You never would have thought of that. Wow. That's a good little spacer, dude. And they're solid. They're solid pieces. No, you don't put no (laughs) hockey puck for a spacer. Buy rubber grommets. (laughs) Or a big hockey puck. Oh, man. That's uh, uh, his his, uh, girlfriend sent me a a post the other day. They they were. their social distancing in Canada, they stay a hockey stick away yeah, from I've each other. I've seen that meme. <laughs> He's like, you know. It's like, I'd be like, well, how big is our hockey stick? Is it a four-foot hockey stick or is it a, a full-size hockey stick? What is it like with? a goalie stick? Exactly, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'd be measuring. Like, I, I don't know how big a hockey so stick. I'm guessing a hockey stick is about six feet long. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Everything is counted in hockey up in Canada. Proof right there. Between social distancing and spacers, it's all hockey. (laughs) I'll see your five hockey pucks and raise you two. (laughs) Exactly right. That's good stuff right there. Well, thank you all for joining along with us here today. It's been a fun one as always, and we're going to take next week off. Both of us are going to. Be on the road, on the road again. Just can't wait, wait to, to get, get on, on the road plane road again. again. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm, I'm heading. I'm heading on down to South Carolina. Big That's old right, jet Carolina. <laughs> I'll be in just a little uh, south of Charleston there. So uh, if you know of any local tracks around that area, let me know if they're they're racing. Maybe I'll I'll catch something down that way when I'm down there. You never know. You never know. This is. Been Sunday's edition of Checkers and Wreckers. All you Checkers and Wreckers heads. Remember to drive fast, shift hard, and keep the rubber on the surface, baby. Peace.